And anybody who's here, anytime you start to feel down about yourself, just look at how far you've come. That's Oprah Winfrey. And this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Wednesday. I am grateful for you tuning in with me today as we have two speakers gracing our virtual stage today. We have Oprah Winfrey, who has been on the show several times, and professor and New York Times bestselling author, Arthur C. Brooks making his first appearance on the show today. And they are here to discuss how to best overcome ridicule and negativity from others. Here's Oprah and author C. Brooks. Enjoy. I was at a low point. You know, I, 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 I was in Maui when the fire started and I started this big fund to give money to Maui. Uh, the Rock and I, and then I got hit online for not doing the whole thing myself when I thought $10 million was a good start. And uh, the rest, of, a lot of people in the world thought uh, otherwise, that, you know, we should have done the whole thing. And I was hit with so much vitriol and craziness and conspiracy theories. And for a day, I allowed myself to feel the feelings. I allowed myself to I didn't go down the rabbit hole of reading them all. So I was so excited when we initially uh, announced the fund. I was like, wow, this is going to be great. And we're going to make so much money for the people of Maui. Because I'd read about the fact that Dolly Parton had done it successfully in Gatlinburg when there were fires there. And they figured out a way to create a fund that got money directly to the people. So I sat down with Rock's team and we worked it all out. And we brought in the people and we figured out how to get everybody's uh, bank account numbers and dropped the money into their funds and was really excited about it and then got hit with so much vitriol and conspiracy theories that I was really saddened by it. I was deeply saddened, not just for myself, but that, wow, this is the kind of country we live in when you try to do something really good and, and that happens. And I allowed myself to feel those feelings and was able to turn it around first by feeling it and separating myself. Well, this is a feeling. This isn't you. Anything all these people are saying, they don't really even know you. And then I prayed about it. I had a conversation with somebody who I have a lot of uh, confidence in, and we uh, read Psalms 91 together. And then I sat down on my porch and I did my, wrote in my gratitude journal. I've been keeping a journal since I was 15 years old. Around the 90s, I started to do just gratitude. And normally I would do, I do like five things a day, sometimes because he said so we could just do it on Sundays, so I moved to Sundays. But I sat down and I, I started just thinking about all the things, not 
not how far I had to go or not what was coming down on me in the moment, but just how I got to be where I am. And anybody who's here, anytime you start to feel down about yourself, just look at how far you've come. Look at what it took to get you in these seats. I mean, it's incredible when you think about your life and all the things that happened and all the things that you thought were going to take you out and how nobody believed you could get here and how there were times you didn't even believe that you could get here, but you did. It's pretty extraordinary. So that's what I did. I sat down and I actually took a good long look at my life and I started listing the things in the moment I was grateful for. And before I finished, I had 27 things on the list just for that day. And I was in tears and had raised my vibration to the point of I wasn't, I wasn't sad anymore. I was much, much, much happier. And it started with being thankful for, grateful for what I was experiencing in that moment, not what was happening outside of myself, but for what was really happening inside right here. That's how I turn it around. That's metacognition. It's what we call metacognition in the book. It's a perfect example of how we do that. Let me ask you this question as the mad scientist. Mm. Uh, Why is so often for people negativity felt so much more deeply than positivity? And what I mean here is I'm thinking as, as, as Oprah's talking about this, 300 million people in America probably heard that Oprah Winfrey's helping the people of Maui and thought, that's great. That's super mm-hmm. great. People right. sent notes and read. 73 people on the platform formerly known as Twitter yeah. criticized her. Right. And, your, and, and your brain goes to, what are they criticizing me for? What happened? And you have yeah. to go through a, a problem. What, what is it about the makeup of our brains yeah. that causes that? This is an, an amazing fact of evolution that we have what we call a negativity bias. That means we literally have more brain space reserved for negative emotions than we have for positive emotions. Why? Positive emotions are nice to have. Negative emotions will keep you alive. You know, a a beautiful smile from across the room, so nice. An angry face from across the room, you better pay attention because you don't know what that might not mean for you as soon as you leave the room. That's the reason that humans have evolved and survived to, to pay attention to negative things a lot more. There's a lot of research out there that shows how many positive things have to happen to you to give you a, a neutral affect balance for every negative thing. In the United States, it's about five to one. You need five lovely things to happen to you for every negative thing so that you're not under, you're not you're in a trough yeah. emotionally. That's because of this negativity bias. Now, this is an opportunity to, to use metacognition, to understand yourself and to manage yourself because a lot of times it's maladapted. Like I got it in the, you know, in caveman times, it's really important that you, you focus on your negative emotions to keep you alive, but, but you know, and, and you don't want to be thrown out of your tribe and, wa- and walk the frozen tundra and die alone. I got it. But Twitter is not the frozen tundra. Yet we use our brains in the same way. And, and, and when, you, when you actually dominate this by, with understanding and doing exactly what Oprah did, she used a technique called emotional substitution or emotional caffeine that we talk about in the book, where you, you recognize the emotion that you're feeling, you write it down, you recognize it, you analyze it, and then you choose another appropriate emotion. We, we talk about this a lot in the book. And, and it's interesting, you know, we, we have a, Oprah and I have a mutual friend who's an actor, who is uh, a comedic actor. His name is Rain Wilson, who played Dwight in The Office, for those of you who've seen it. Um, he's very funny. And, you know, he, he, I asked him one time, I said, why are so many professional comedians depressed? 
what's wrong with comedy that it makes you so depressed? <laughs> and he said, no, you got the causation wrong. We're comedians because we're depressed. And I said, what do you mean? He said, I feel sad, I feel sad, I feel sad. I make a joke, people laugh, it gets better. This is the point. You feel resentment, you feel put upon. The negativity bias is salient in the experience you have going through the day. Take out your gratitude list. Choose gratitude over resentment. By the way, it's way more accurate because you're living under your Pleistocene brain. You're living under your troglodyte brain and it's not giving you accurate signals. This is something that each one of us can do. Big thanks to Oprah Winfrey and author C. Brooks for stopping by. I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled, Author C. Brooks and Oprah Winfrey in Conversation, Build the Life You Want. And if you'd like to connect with Oprah, you can go to her website, oprah.com, or you can check her out on Instagram at Oprah. If you'd like to connect with Author C. Brooks, you can go to his website, authorbrooks.com, and his Instagram is Author C. Brooks. And if you'd like to check out their newly minted book, it is entitled Build the Life You Want, The Art and Science of Getting Happier. And I'll have all the ways to connect with them and their work, as well as a link to today's entire talk. I, which I highly recommend. It's a little bit over an hour, but you really, really will enjoy it. But all of that will be in the show description below so you can go and check that out. All right, that is a wrap for me. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later.